Welcome back once again to the Kyle Style Podcast. So it was a pretty, uh, it was a pretty fun and eventful weekend here, Valentine's Day weekend, a weekend of love, and uh, you know went and saw Deadpool, fantastic movie. Uh, went and had some great uh, Valentine's Day dinner at Umisaki House down there in Belltown. Great dinner, great dessert. But uh, on Saturday, I did something a little more, even a little more memorable, even a little more impactful, something I've been wanting to do for a long time. Uh, it was my very first float session in a float tank, a sensory deprivation tank. Now, you may have heard of that, and you're like, oh, that's cool. I've heard about that. You may not have heard of that, in which case you're like, what the fuck is a float tank? Well, I'm going to tell you. So a float tank is basically an 8 by 10 foot pool. Uh, it's got about a foot of water in it, and it's got 900 pounds of Epsom salts dissolved in it. It's uh, more salinated than the Red Sea. And the Red Sea, the Dead Sea, the Dead Sea, the really, really salty one, okay? 900 pounds of Epsom salts. You float in this tank, and it is, is in a box. And this box, to me, kind of looks like a really big, uh, you know, a kitchen freezer, like a deep freeze. It's got a hatch on it. You put in some earplugs, you climb in there, and you float, you know, horizontally. You lay down in it, you're pointing, uh, looking face up, and you sit there in the dark with your ears plugged, and you float in the water, and it's temperature controlled, and you forget what it feels like to be a human being for an hour. Now, Kyle, where where can I do this? Well, uh, basically, give a free plug to where I did it. It was uh, Float Seattle has uh, they have like I think two locations. Uh, went to the one near Green Lake, and it uh, there's a friendly attendant there named Andrew who you know it was our first time, so he uh, walked us through the process, of course. So, what is the process? Well, you. Uh, you basically get shown to a little room. It's got a shower, and it's got the float tank in it, and you've got your towels, and and there's a little bench in there, and you strip buck naked. Uh, you take a rinse-off shower, so it's kind of like going into, into the public pool. You know, you take a courtesy rinse to get all your, your normal, uh, everyday funk off. And you, uh, you want to put your little foam earplugs in first, though. It's a little easier if you put them in first. And then you... Uh, turn off the lights and you step in the tank and you close the door you settle down in that water and you lay back and relax and you relax and you relax some more and you relax some more until you kind of can't feel your body anymore now, these float tanks have been known by different names, but they are sometimes known as a sensory deprivation tank, okay? With the earplugs in, the water is temperature controlled. There's no light coming in. And with the earplugs in, you really only hear maybe the slightest uh, you know, uh, ripples in the water. Uh, you hear your breathing. And in my case, as I relaxed, the popping of knuckles and uh, joints in my hands and my arms and my feet and my popping in my neck. You maybe could hear your heartbeat if you're getting your heartbeat up. But again, as you relax, you, you can't really hear anything. And so how I would describe it is that during that one hour session, you feel your body uncoil. 
you have this constant tension from sitting and standing and using your body uh, so that you have this continuous effort of holding your, you know, your torso up and you know, constantly uh, have this pressure, this tension. As you learn to trust the buoyancy of the water, um, you reach a sort of peak of physical relaxation. You're, you lay back, you lay your head back in the water, and you know the water isn't going to come up over your face like it might in like a bathtub or something. And this is where the fun begins. After you've gotten over the strangeness of kind of like what you're doing, you know, you're like, okay, I'm floating in this water in the dark, okay? You start to notice, you know, certain things like you can't necessarily tell where your hands and feet are. You can wiggle your fingers and hands, you know, uh, your toes, but you, if you don't think about it, you're not quite sure where they are. You have to kind of move a little bit to remember where your body is. You can't tell after a while if you have your eyes open or not. You have to consciously blink your eyes to remind yourself whether you have them open or closed. And this is where things take an odd turn. (laughs) Uh, We basically start to have visual hallucinations. And in my experience, it wasn't really like, you know, Alice in Wonderland, kind of like TV-type hallucinations. But more like these, you know, for lack of a better word, psychedelic uh, swirls of blue and red and green as it really is your mind is trying to fill in the void of visual input that it normally has. And it just sort of starts doing these crazy swirls and shapes and things. Now, I also had the experience of feeling as though I could see the inside of the tank. I felt like I could see the walls, and it was kind of like blue. It was like I could see a sort of blue outline of where the walls and the door were. But if you, and you, you, I almost think, well, hey, maybe there's light somehow is, you know, creeping in here. There's just some ambient light is getting in here. But you look at where you can see what you think of as the wall that you can see, and you raise your hand up in front of it. And you move your hand back and forth, and it doesn't disappear, right? So your your hand isn't blocking light that's coming from it. It's completely in your mind that you're you're projecting that that wall is there. Maybe because you can sense it through other senses. Maybe because you knew it was there when you got in. I, I'm not sure, but you're not seeing it with like you know photons bouncing off of it and coming into your eyes. Your mind is constructing it and its presence there. But that's a more direct experience uh, when you, you know, kind of just lay back and you, you let, the, let the experience kind of overtake you. What I experienced was these more formless visual swirls. Sometimes it felt like you were kind of looking through a telescope into outer space. Uh, sometimes it was much more, uh, much more, I don't want to say visceral, right? It was much more like animated. Uh, and I found that I could kind of control it a little bit. If I let my mind race a little bit and thought about, uh, you know, anxiety, anxious, uh, contentious points in my, you know, in my day, in my week, the patterns would become more jagged and faster. If I let my mind slow and relax, the patterns became slower and more organic shapes and less kind of intrusive 
I was able to play with this a little and allowed something like a cityscape to kind of form in my in my view. It was like there were these static block shapes in the foreground, and then I was able to make the background shift and change colors and shapes, but with this sort of static front. But of course, it's kind of like, uh, it's almost like a dream, or when you're right about to fall asleep, when you notice that it's happening, it kind of ruins it. Uh, so it, you you consciously notice that you are controlling it, and then it would stop behaving, <laughs> right? So this is a little bit tricky. Plus, um, this is, you know, an hour in the tank, right? Feels like um, two hours, or it feels like twenty minutes. You know, it's hard to say. Sometimes both. Uh, I noticed that because of the salinity of the water, you know, it's kind, it's really briny, right? You can smell it, and the humidity makes the air thick. So this was one of the only points that kind of brought me back to my body, where uh, I think it's important to be like really hydrated when you go in. So that that might help. Uh, keep your nose and your throat and your mouth a little more resistant to the salty air because you all of a sudden realize that you've been breathing heavy in this thing um, and it's very uh, humid but even uh, you know even without the the neurological light show that's going on the relaxation uh, from the weightlessness is like I said it's like damn near orgasmic I mean you you don't know what your body feels like until you go into like a flotation tank or a sense step tank like this, and then you come out of it, right? I was laying in the tank and I realized how relaxed I was becoming. And so I started to do like banana bends, like side bends and stretches with my torso and my arms. Uh, I twisted my arms around above me and to the sides and below me and my you know, my wrists, my hands, my elbows, my shoulders. I had pops and cracks. I'd wiggle my head back and forth and uh, just popping sounds that you feel and hear, you know. The closest thing, I'd, I'd call it this, the closest thing to floating in outer space that we'll get as non-astronauts. And the, the, the stretching and the visual hallucinations were, again, very active parts. But when you're just... Ex, kind of, I call it like accepting the darkness. You just kind of accept the dark and don't think too much about it. Just be in it. Don't focus on your body or whether you can feel your body. Uh, one of the only things I could remember feeling is this sort of outline. There's sort of like an outline that goes around everywhere you're breaking the surface. And it felt a little cold. Um, sort of the you know front third of your body is above the water. So you can feel the slight temperature change and slight ripples in your skin. Uh, but it felt, you know, almost like you're halfway through a dimensional gateway. Like you stepped through it and you're experiencing it. But if you you could pull back through it and just be back in the normal world. But it it's it, a, little, a little graphic, but it's like you feel like half of your body exists and the other half doesn't <laughs> um because again when you when you when you're allowing it to be free form and like i said you you feel like you're looking into outer space it looks like you know uh hubble telescope photos a little bit it's a, it's like these swirls of colors and everything and at least at this particular 
uh, float tank spa, right? The uh, at the end of the hour, a soothing soothing music sort of starts to play softly at first, and then it uh, builds louder and louder to signal that your that your hour is over. Uh, you emerge when you emerge from the tank. Uh, man, it's like your your body is made of rubber, and your mind functions like you just woke up. You kind of are your your mind is clear, but you do feel groggy. You're like, oh my god, that was an hour. Now I have to get put clothes on again and you know pretend to be a normal human uh luckily you know there's a hot shower waiting for you uh soaps and shampoos and conditioners and fresh towels and you know you scrub down and you get all that because that water is salty and i got some in my mouth when i sat up and that stuff is just you know you've had ocean water in your mouth and you're like it's like 10 times you know worse than that it's just awful it was just like the taste was in my mouth for like hours even. Uh, but you got to be careful with that. But you get out, you get scrubbed down and soaked up, and then you uh, get your fresh towels, you dry off, you put your human, your regular culturally acceptable clothing back on, and you go out to an exit room. An exit room has uh, you know a nice plush leather sofa and hot tea that you can have, and there's a little uh, sort of like guest books that you can sign or you can sketch or something in write your experiences and then comes the sales pitch of course <laughs> uh, we were there for just our one you know one session and then it became well do you want to get you know we have a special deal in the store you know you can get this and so we had to pop for it you know it was kind of you know they do they do get you when you're most amazed and most relaxed and most like kind of happy with everything but uh is completely worth it, and I'm looking forward to going back again. Um, yeah, uh, I'm going to include some links uh, with the blog post here. Uh, for There's a website that's called uh, floatlocations.com, uh, I think it is, that will uh, you can put out in like your city or your address or whatever, and then it will tell you where there's somewhere near you. Because I was telling like my parents about this and friends, and then like some of them don't live anywhere near me, so they were you know like, hey, how can I find one of these places? So luckily, there's tools for that. Uh, I'll put some links to some of the Joe Rogan rants because Joe Rogan has done some epic rants about the float tank, and I have to say that I'm I'm in agreement for the most part. I don't know about being the complete key to unlocking the universe because. I was hoping I would, you know, learn how to control space and time with my mind. That didn't really happen, but, you know, that was just my first try. You know, you gotta, you know, maybe I'm a young Jedi, but we'll do a few more sessions and maybe I can become a god, like Joe Rogan kind of implies. But, uh, but the, uh, uh, my, my thought was they should have these on, uh, college campuses. They should have these uh, international airports, um, Anywhere where there's stressed out people, seriously, like you could arrive from a international airline flight and be like exhausted and just step into one of these places, go in the tank for an hour, come out ready to ready to rock, you know, rather than just going about full of all this angst and everything. Because there's, man, I mean, short of like a really intense workout that works your entire body and then you maybe take a hot shower or hot bath afterwards that makes you feel great. That's a lot like this. There's a lot like a flotation tank. Uh, but flotation tank has less effort and visual hallucinations. <laughs> so yeah. Um, 
check out the links I've included. Uh, I'm definitely going to include some links to Float Seattle, you know. Uh, hopefully send some business their way. Uh, check out anywhere near you. You could try it. Um, I've heard that if you, uh, you know, if you had some maybe some marijuana or something before you went in, it makes it even better. I, I didn't know I didn't try that, but that's something that I've heard. You know, feel free to have fun with it because the idea is that it's you and your mind and your body and you uh, you can't escape from it. So you might as well soothe it and uh, let it uh, let it set your mind free by, you know, going in a sensory deprivation tank. Right. <sighs> so, yeah. Uh, epic float tank rant. Uh, thanks for checking out the new episode. Uh, we're on Stitcher. We're on, uh, you know, we're everywhere. I don't know. What am I saying? We're on Stitcher. We're on iTunes. Uh, check out the GoFundMe page. Um, SoundCloud apparently might be having some financial difficulties. I'm going to try not to worry about that too much until, uh, they get shut down or whatever. Uh, but for now, we're still up on SoundCloud and still hope to be bringing you some quality episodes here. Um, and definitely going to do a kind of Black History Month episode since it's February. Uh, I wanted to get this one out of the way first. So thanks for listening. Keep an eye out for the future. Uh, Stitcher, iTunes, GoFundMe. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye.